Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, it's Jason Lynch with the Plan Vision Podcast. This episode is about 2023 U.S. taxpayers' end-of-year planning. Note, this is just basic blocking and tackling, folks. There's nothing fancy going on here. All right, be sure you're maxing out your 2023 HSA if eligible. If your spouse is over age 55, be sure that they make their $1,000 HSA catch-up contribution. They do need their own health savings investment account. We recommend Fidelity. Remember, too, you do not need earned income to contribute to an HSA. Repeat, you do not need earned income to contribute to an HSA. If you have a flexible spending account, dig up the receipts for reimbursement or go get new glasses or contacts or other qualified reimbursable expenses before year end so you can get your money back. Also, be sure to take advantage of the Dependent Care FSA if your employer offers it. That's for child care. Review your retirement plan contributions to ensure that you're maxing out where you're eligible. Review the benefits of using a backdoor Roth IRA contribution if your income is over the limit. You may need to roll your IRA into a plan, your retirement plan, 401k, 403b, TSP, to take advantage of the backdoor Roth IRA. You should also check if you have the after-tax non-Roth option in your company plan, aka Mega Backdoor Roth. This is completely independent from a backdoor Roth IRA. I'm talking about the Mega Backdoor Roth. Okay, if you don't have a Roth IRA open, start one right now. I'll wait. Okay, if you're over the income limit to contribute to a Roth IRA, that's okay. Go ahead and open a Roth IRA. Anyway, convert a token $50 or so to start the five-year clock for Roth distributions. This is really cheap insurance. You may not ever need it. You may not even know what I'm talking about. But you should still, if you don't have a Roth, you need to open one this year and either contribute directly to it or do a, a token $50 conversion. Again, we're trying to get the five-year clock started for Roth distributions. Okay, think about generating stockpiling cash now to make your 2024 Roth IRA and or HSA contributions in January. As long as you know you'll qualify, you can front load those contributions. So if you're going to be covered by an HSA and have enough employment income next year, yeah, you can, you can max out your IRA and HSA contributions in January. So put, put away that cash now so that you have it ready to go. Charitable contributions. If you're charitably inclined, consider using a donor-advised fund instead of just cash. And don't wait till the last minute, of course. Uh, consider using a QCD, a Qualified Charitable Distribution. If you're over age 70 and a half, all that means is you're taking money directly from an IRA, sending it to charity. It never hits your tax return. It never hits taxable income. It doesn't affect your, your IRMA uh, Medicare surcharges. Speaking of IRMA, for people that are recently retired or had other life-changing event, appeal your Medicare IRMA surcharge. You'll need form SSA-44 called the Medicare Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount Life-Changing Event. 
you fill out that form to appeal your Medicare premium, and they may reduce it based on changes in your life. Okay, on the other end of the spectrum, for those with young children, the child tax credit decreases to $2,000 this year. That will affect your tax liability, so be sure that you're taking that into account with your year-end planning. Also, review the safe harbor rules for tax payments to avoid underpayment penalties. Note, we do not provide tax preparation, nor do we review your estimated taxes. That's beyond the scope of our service. In addition, for everybody, review your asset allocation. Are you where you want to be? Remember not to change your asset allocation based on recent market performance. You can adjust your holdings to meet your asset allocation. But don't change your asset allocation because things are great or things are bad in the markets. Review beneficiaries on all of your accounts. That's IRAs, retirement plans, brokerage accounts, that type of thing. We don't give legal or estate planning advice, but we can tell you to review the beneficiaries on all of your accounts. Also, be sure you've discussed legal guardianship for any minor children that you have in the event both you and your spouse pass together. And make sure your family knows. This will help prevent arguments and disagreements during a very traumatic period. Hopefully, of course, it won't be needed, but at least you have prepared and done the work ahead of time. One more final comment on that is if you're young, get your wills done now. It's far easier to change them as you get older and your children get older than to try to create one at age 40 or 45 or 50 or 60 or 75. Take the steps now to be prudent for your family. Okay, moving on to a better thoughts. How about replacing your older vehicle? I know you cherish that jalopy and it's, you know, 15 years old in great shape and doesn't burn oil. Great. I got one too. But you need to replace your older vehicle for the safety features. You don't have to buy a brand new one. But remember, if you're driving the older vehicle, you are missing out on important safety features that could save your life in a crash. More airbags better crumple zones, better headlight visibility. You get the idea. Finally, think about spending your assets to make your life easier and or more meaningful, whatever that means to you. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 